Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. One of the things that we have been speaking about, uh, and and that impacts us here as well, as but uh, obviously to a significantly lesser degree uh, than the than people in Israel, is how to deal with our children. How do we talk to our children? How do we not introduce a level of anxiety that can be enormously damaging, but at the same time not denying them the reality of what is uh, what is going on. We are joined this morning by. Professor Tirza Joles. She's a psychology professor at the University of Haifa. A very, very good morning to you. Well, I don't know if it's a good morning. Every time I speak to an Israeli uh, correspondent, I, I, I naturally say good morning, and the response is, well, it's morning. So uh, how, how are you doing? Yeah, it, truly it's morning, and, and, and you can see that the narrative of uh, – uh, you know, good morning, so uh, how are you? Mm. It's changing here in Israel. Difficult to ask those questions and to say those uh, narratives. Uh, how I, it's, it's a difficult question. I'm devastated. Uh, though I'm a professional and I'm professional dealing with trauma, I can tell yeah. you that we never, never had such a, such a devastating understanding as professionals and and actually we are learning while walking as we say in Israel how to deal with it and how to help children to overcome this uh, highly uh, extremely traumatic events that they were exposed to uh, I, I just mentioned there is two groups you know there is the groups of children that were there mm, and mm. this is one story and this, there is the, the 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 other group of children that just was exposed to it by media, by by feeling the stress of the parents, etc. So uh, this this uh, uh, kind of uh, guidelines for parents that you saw uh, is for those children that are not being hurt directly by the trauma, but are exposed by media or. Uh, you know, uh, the stress of their parents and, and uh, uh, kind of information that is coming, you know, popping up mm. uh, in kindergartens and, 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 and schools where there is, uh, uh, you know, children are talking. So well, well, and, and, uh, and as you said, the stress of the parents because we yeah. have a we, we have this need to protect our children but the children are as we know are barometers uh, that are much more sensitive than 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 we are so they know they know there's something yeah. going on they can see parents maybe falling apart not falling apart trying to protect them but uh, dealing with their own their own trauma around this no matter how close they are to to the events or not and and i guess the question is how do we deal with it? You know, we on, on this show, we try not to talk about the graphic details until yeah, round about 8 o'clock where we know the children are at school, in which case we can have a different type of conversation. So we try that, but it doesn't always work because everything is infused with this horror and devastation that we're all feeling. We can't protect yeah. them from that. Should we protect them from that, I guess, is my question to you. Yeah, we should protect them from that, and we should give the parents the uh, power to do so, though they are living now in a kind of paradox, 
uh, that you are talking about. From one yes. hand, they are very stressed, and from the second hand, they have to provide security to their children. This is the first. So what we are uh, the th first thing. So what we are doing is kind of giving tips to the parents uh, in order that they will be able also to overcome a little bit mm. the stress mm. and to give the children their uh, a kind of feeling of security, not even kind of, to give the children security. For example, one of the important things is uh, to hug your child or to be very close to him uh, or her. Because, uh, uh, as you know, physical uh, uh, interaction or physical hugs is is something that mm, is calming mm. and giving security. So, and once the parent is doing it, he also feels better. And the second thing we are telling them is go away from TV. Mm. Don't be all the time with the TV. It's it's uh, putting stress. And we're giving information like how to talk with your kids, how to explain to them. And, and, and much more than that, I, I will be able to elaborate later mm, on, maybe, mm, but, mm. but this is, this is the part. The part is to give, to bring back security for your child. Uh, and, and, uh, what we see now is once you are helping parents to put their children in mind by knowing what to do with them, uh, then, uh, something is changing. Like, even when there is, you know, uh, according to you enter the shelters, mm, mm. Um, one can do it differently. You can uh, run panically to the to the shelter, but you can also change the shelter and make it kind of warm, cozy place for your children uh, by putting their their games, mm. by by putting their uh, snacks they like even, uh, and etc. Et that it will not register as a place that is traumatic and, and we don't want to enter it. Uh, it can uh, be a playtime. It can be, okay, let's do something together, not just sit in the corner and wait that, yeah, uh, for yeah. this uh, I actually horrible, read, uh, I read a, a book recently. It was something, it, it, it was fiction, but it was called the, um, the, the book club, the shelter book club. And it was about the Second World War where they had this book club in a shelter. And my daughter, who's in Israel for her gap year, and uh, we, she, she's not coming back. She wants to stay. And, and that's great. I said, I gave her this idea. And, and I said, take a book that all of you in your uh, in your yes. apartment, uh, and and that becomes a thing that you go in and and you can discuss this book, read from this book, but just create something that is that doesn't just turn it into an empty traumatic space. Uh, you know, whether whether it works You're or a not, good I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you are a good therapist. It's working gorgeous, and this is it. This is what you should do. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's interesting because now we are learning. Uh, like there is a, a, a you know medical clowns that is going there mm. in order to mm. make uh, the children more happy. Because playfulness, playfulness is one of the cures. Right. And and being uh, curious by reading a book is is, yes. is uh, definitely important and healing. So, um, but we, we learn that we cannot use, if they are involved in, in, in with children that, that was, were there in, ah, next to Gaza okay, and exposed, course. then we are changing the stories. Sure. That, like, you can't now talk about daddy that is going to work because, you know, uh, the story changed. Right. And due to the fact that you told me that there is children listening to this program, I won't say more than that. Right. But, um, this, this, so we have also to think which are the stories that will make them 
um, you know, uh, more uh, competent, uh, feeling uh, that is uh, something uh, interesting and uh, nice that is going on. One of the one of the questions I've heard here in South Africa, and, and accepting that it's it's one step removed, many steps removed, even though we 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 feel the trauma to some extent, and so do our children, is the level of, and I don't want to say hate. But hate, anger against Hamas terrorists. How how much space do we give our children? Because a friend of mine said his his he saw his son um, drawing something and he wrote about you know killing all of Hamas and and he was he wasn't sure as to if that was okay or not okay because here was this little kid writing and or, or drawing about killing the enemy which is something i guess is is so out there in discussion but now it's it's you know how healthy is that that this becomes part of our children's narrative yeah uh very complicated uh, and and very important question i i think i would have start with making differences because i think i feel in the world people are not making the differences there is a difference in between the Palestinian people of course, uh, and, and, and the Hamas. So once we said that, uh, what, what Hamas did was really something, uh, there is no words to explain the mm. horror that, that, that was uh, done there. So I will not judge if a kid, also it depends the age of the kid, mm. but probably part of the anger make, is, is, is transmitted into hate. I wish with time uh, it will be more, you know, um, a, a, a sublimation will enter it because hate doesn't help no one. And it's not healing hate. Mm. Uh, being a- angry, it's, it's more than the leg- legitimate uh, uh, f- uh, extreme fear. Even anxiety are feelings that, uh, that are, you know, legitimate. Uh, um, we can talk about evil because it was evil, mm, mm. but I would, I would put, uh, you know, the focus not on the evil, but on how good is, uh, 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 you know, winning, not uh, like in this movie, yes, 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 yes. No, but, but, but in life mm. that, that actually at the end, there are good people. There are good things that is happening because you want to build hope. You don't want to build hate and and, and distrust. Wars. Absolutely, it is and seven. Distru- yeah, it is seven definitely. o'clock. We do need to leave it there. It's a conversation we definitely could keep having for a very long time, <laughs> Professor Tirsa Jules. Thank it's you. Okay. Thank you very very much uh, for that uh, fascinating and very important insight, uh, uh, Professor Tirsa Jules, a psychology professor at University of Haifa.